Relationships are diverse and no two are alike. However, there are common intimacy and communication issues that arise. The most difficult part for couples is to find a safe place where they both can be vulnerable and share what they're going through without distractions. Today on Reaction Reset, I'm going to go through five common reasons couples come in and seek sex therapy. You know, the majority of us were not raised with parents who were comfortable talking about sex. And what happens is when we date someone, that's all we can talk about with them. But after you've been together with them for a while and maybe you have children, it becomes less and less the topic of discussion. The biggest problem that I see as a therapist is when couples come in, they feel embarrassed or guilty to express what they want sexually. You don't need to suffer with that. In fact, that should be one of the easier things that we take care of so we can really get at and resolve the issues underneath that. The first and probably most common reason couples come in is they feel like the passion is gone. If you and your partner feel like you've become roommates, believe me, you are not alone. That happens pretty frequently. And what, why it happens is because life takes over. The bills, the stress of children, the stress of work, trying to find time together. And you forget that this person you're loving, your partner, is watching you and they're still attracted to you sexually and sensually. What's really important is to make an effort. I mean, you won't be a roommate if you make an effort to show that you're attractive again and feeling desired is important and that's gonna help you feel desired too. So I think things like, it might be as simple as finding a new perfume and you can do that together. You can go shopping together for his and her colognes. Um, watching a erotic movie at night when the kids are in bed and it's just the two of you. For some people, it's an exotic weekend. For some people, it's getting a couple's massage. Talk about it. Find out what turns your partner on and think about what turns you on, what makes you feel desired and sexual again and focus on doing those. It's the effort more than what you do or how much money you spend that makes a real difference. The second complaint is my partner doesn't know what I want in the bedroom and they have no idea how to kiss me or touch me. Your partner cannot read your mind. And in fact, the people who have the best lover are the best teachers. They're the ones who actually will take their partner's hand and say, touch me here, I like this. And the more you practice like anything else, the better it is. Now the big problem is some people were raised in a fundamental faith or in a way that they feel embarrassed about their sexuality or maybe you've been hurt as a child or perpetrated as a child. It's really important you begin that conversation and talk to your partner and understand sexuality is healthy, it's sacred, and nowhere is it more sacred than shared with that one intimate partner. Be vulnerable, 
be courageous and begin the discussion. A third reason is because people become emotionally disconnected. It's not sex that keeps a couple strong. It's intimacy, and that's that emotional connection. You can easily lose that if your life becomes consumed with other things. If you forget that this is your partner, this is someone you're going to share your life with. I see this a lot with couples who have been together a long time. They basically are great parents or they're great caretakers, but they forgot to nurture that intimacy, that emotional connection between the two of them. Take up a new hobby together and do it so that you can talk about it so you have something interested. Maybe there's a sport like hiking or playing tennis or running that you can do together. What's important that you begin talking, sharing, being vulnerable about where you're at in your life. For goodness sakes, the rest of the world can go, but don't lose your partner. They're the other sacred half to you. You must hang on to them. A fourth reason that I work quite a bit with is chronic illness, something like cancer or something like rheumatoid arthritis. People who are in pain do not enjoy sex. The other group that goes in with this is if you experience painful sex. There's a couple things I want to say about this. First of all, you need to see your internist, your general medical doctor. And the reason for this is sometimes when you have painful sex or you have a chronic illness, it will be important that you get evaluated for other things going on. Go to your doctor. They can give you medication that will help balance those hormones if that's your issue. Or in the case of cancer or rheumatoid arthritis, they will give you pain medication that won't interrupt with your sexuality. So once you're medicated for pain and you know you won't have it, then you can engage with your partner in lovemaking. And don't forget, part of lovemaking is that very important foreplay, that part where you're connecting, hugging, holding each other, just feeling safe to be stroked, lightly clothed, or just talk to in a soft way and maybe nuzzled. Those things go a long ways. When you're in pain or struggling with a chronic illness, they help you feel sexual and they also help bring back that connection of intimacy and sexuality. The fifth and the most likely that I see with hospital patients is when you have a sexual dysfunction. Sexual dysfunction can look like erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, Peyronie's disease, or in the case of women when they're going through menopause or perimenopause or right after a baby when you absolutely don't have any sex drive at all. Those things are all best handled with a medical doctor. My partner is a urologist, but you also can see an OBGYN doctor or an internist who can then refer you to someone along with those diseases, you'll want to talk to a therapist, a sex therapist, and that's what I do. Basically, what it's going to mean is that sex therapist is going to understand what you're going through medically. With something like premature ejaculation, there are creams we can use. Yoga really helps 
breathing exercises, and having a really good partner who will work with you. We don't want to just encourage the person with the problem to come in. We want to get both, the whole couple, because when you have a sexual dysfunction, the most healing thing you can have is a partner who is really loving you and able to work with you. When you have a sexual dysfunction, it's important that you take care of you because no one's going to want to have sex with pain and that you don't feel belittled or shamed for your problem. Because as a therapist, I can tell you there's nothing I've ever seen that we can't make a difference if you will attend to the medical part and the psychological part. Talking about your sex life is something healthy couples should do frequently. If you can't remember, schedule it on your calendar. And rather than just bring it up after sex, take time and be vulnerable and courageous so you will actually set a date to talk about it. Don't let the busyness of life overtake this part. Sexuality is very healthy and it's an important predictor of how healthy your body and mind are. Remember, change your reaction, change your world.